Radio. Open wide, it's now time with Redaka. I'm Quat and I'm Dakota. We're just two girls who share what our heads are thinking by moving our mouths. On today's episode, here's what we'll be mouthing about. We're throwing shade. We talk about waiting until marriage to get your cooch tight. And it's topping season, bitch. Plus, we talk to Vinto Mongli, fashion futurist. We're editors of Reductress, the only source for women's style, news, entertainment, life advice, inspiration, and smoke alarms that need a battery change. Stop. Seriously, we're about to cook. We're super excited for fall because it's the perfect season for Dying Shane. Bye-bye, son. Summer's over. Wait. No, Quan. Like, it's not that kind of shade. It's the kind of shade where you say something kind of mean, but also kind of true. And it's like, shady. Oh, cute. Yeah. I've actually never had to throw shade before. Wait, seriously? Yeah, nobody's ever been mean to me. That's amazing. But like, and no offense, like, how could that be true? Well, first of all, you know, and second of all, it's because I was homeschooled. Wow. For me, it's like I want to throw shade all the time, but I can't. Oh, is it because you are homeschooled? No, it's because I legally don't have a shadow. I don't know what that means. Do you walk with a stick or something? No. You know how if you don't make enough money, the state can't tax you? Literally? No. Me either. But it's like that. Except if you're too precious, they come and take your shadow away. Oh, my. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. I just have Chab carry around a big birch tree all the time and he puts it next to whoever I don't like. Oh. That's throwing some major shade. How about we try to throw shade? Oh, but I don't know how. But try. Okay. 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 Um, you're addicted to your phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Good shade. Thanks. Um, you are so rich. You can't relate to other people. <gasps> Thank you. Good shade. Wow. We're rolling on throwing shade. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm, let me throw another shade at you. Oh, my God. Do it. Um, you don't really have a lot of job experience. What? Thank you. You're welcome. I'm like, your hair looks really nice all the time. Oh my God. Good shade. You're pretty even when you're wearing glasses. You're pretty even when you're asleep. Ooh, good shade. Good shade. You're like a horse, but a girl. You're like four small dogs, (gasps) but a woman. Good shade. Oh, we're amazing at shade. I want to throw shade all the time. It really just made me feel so much better. Yeah, I feel like we're better friends now. Yeah, I'm like really glad that we're together. And that brings us to this week's theme. Cupping season. season. It's that season where you only date people who are currently incarcerated. What? No, no, no. I thought it was when all your dates were presided over by Judge Judy. I think that's just straight up small claims court. Oh, yeah, that's right. I take Chap every day. Why? He always hogs my blanket. That's so embarrassing. I've never won, but I love going. Does that make sense? It's just fun. No, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Sounds like maybe we don't know what cuffing season is. Hmm. Oh, I know what it is. I think it's when you let your doctor know you love him by cuffing into his mouth. Do you mean coughing? No, I never cough. When I cough, it sounds like this. Cuff, 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 
Wow, I could barely hear that. It was so musical. Tab says it sounds like a flute, but I don't know what that is. Oh, flute is my favorite app, actually. <gasps> Ooh, what does it do? It plays a flute sound. It's for electronic symphonies. What a tangled web we weave. Hey, maybe we can get a sex intern to look up what cuffing season is, you know? Crouton? Crouton. Crouton. Crouton, come here. Don't be scared. Crouton, do you know what Google is? Crouton. Crouton? Okay, he's Googling it. Great. Crouton. Crouton. Eyes over here, baby. Crouton. Okay. Use Google on your phone. Look up. See what cuffing season is. Look it up. Google it. Crouton. 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 Get up off the floor. Get up off the floor. Get up off. Put it back on. Put it back on. Crouton, you put that back on right now. Okay, leave it off. Leave it on. Okay. Crouton? Crouton. Okay, wow, was that so hard? Wow, okay. Thank you, Crouton. It looks like cuffing season is... Ew, really? Ugh, it's like when you decide to date someone just for the cold months because it's lonely. Wait, I actually do that every year. Yeah, you know, it's like I have my summer flings, and I'm like, bye, and then fall rolls around, and I'm like, wait, come back. But then that guy's gone because he totally moved back home to Australia. But then I show up on the first day of school and he's there. And I'm like, Sandy? And then I'm like, wait, 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 cool. So I just lied to my friends about getting some action this summer. But mainly in my head, I'm like, I gotta cuff this guy or else. Anyway, me and my friends, we're all trying to cuff. But we don't want each other to know. Because then it's like, everyone's like, tell me more. And there's so much drama. One of my pals maybe got busy pregnant. And let's face it, I'm still in love with Sandy. Eventually, we go to a big dance dinner, but there are complications because of Baba, the best dancer I've ever fucked. And also, I keep trying to get Sandy to bang me, but he's like, no. Anyway, my school is a fair and our car exploded in the sky. So now I'm cuffed for the next couple months. Wow. Isn't that just like the plot of Greece? No. Why? Never mind. No matter what you do, just know that it is cuffing season. All right, get ready to eat shit and die, bitch, because it's time for the mouthwash. This is where we take a reductress headline from our site, raise it to adulthood, and then reveal that it was adopted, but then just be like, just kidding. And then we post the vid online. This week's article is by Grace Perry, and it's called I'm Waiting Until Marriage Because God Wants My Pussy Extra Time. Whoa, Dakota, are you religious? Mm. Kind of. I don't really pray, but I do think there's a God that tallies up how many good posts you make when you die. And it's like, good job. Or you could have done better. Well, this article is all about how this lady's purpose on Earth was to make sure that she doesn't have sex until Hubson because God wants her puss way tight for her man. I think that's cray, but that's kind of why I love it. I also think it's amazing because she knows what God wants for her. Like, I don't know if I believe in any higher power than my daddy, but knowing that someone has a plan for you is so beautiful. So, like, I don't know. What do you think God's plan is for you? Um, okay, like, you know, hang out, be you, get a facial every once in a while, treat yourself. Yeah. I think God's plan for me is probably, like, go viral, like, yeah. do really good posts and, like, have a lot of internet success. I think sometimes God's plan for me is like, be good. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying. And then I don't do it. 
I think you are rolling on. Oh man, thank you. Yeah, like, I think you're rolling on. I just think it sucks that the plan for this girl has to do with someone else's enjoyment. It's like that would be like if Nimbles, my horse's whole life purpose was just to be adorable and strong so I could love riding and looking at her. Is that not Nimbles purpose? <gasps> Gasp. And that was the mouthwash. Okay, this next segment is a game called History Mystery. This is where we take a mystery from history and we completely solve it. Today's mystery is, what the fuck is up with Pompeii? So I was playing a social media retreat and I thought Pompeii would be like an amazing place to go. And then it was like, why is there no East Hotel Pompeii? Like there's not even a Marriott Pompeii. Like, is this not a real place? Okay, so Pompeii is a huge mystery because even though we know for sure that it was a volcano and it's not a mystery as to how those people died, there is a lingering question of like, what? Yeah, it's like the main thing with Pompeii is all the mummies were like spooning and holding hands, which is so cute. But it's also like, why is no one talking about how there were mummies spooning and holding hands in Pompeii? Like what? Yeah. People are just like, oh, a city was killed. No big D. And I'm like, um, some of them are already mummies. So it's probably a good thing that they were wiped out because those mummies could have done some real damage. I'm just like, how do the mummies even get there? Like, I don't know. Maybe they like left Egypt to find a better home. Oh, yeah. That kind of makes sense. Because like, I feel like Egypt wasn't that good to mummies. It was, it was like not great. Or maybe they just, like, refused to die. Yeah, they were like, I'm not going to do that, okay? And then they just became mummies. Yeah. Or maybe they were just, like, so annoying and a volcano just had to wipe them out. Otherwise, that volcano would have lost its shit. Yeah, I mean, like, if I was the volcano just, like, minding my own business and I saw a bunch of, like, mummies, I would I'd be like, I'm going to lose my shit. I would be like, no, thank you. But you know what, Quam? We totally just solved the mystery of Pompeii. <gasps> You're right. Yay, us. And that was History Mystery. Okay, so we actually were really independent women, but that doesn't mean that we just do this podcast all on our own. Yeah, because we totally actually, like, literally can't do it without your help. Yeah. The, the good news is, though, there's a way for you to help us. Oh, my God. Tell me more. Okay, I will. It's a website. It's called Patreon. And basically, all you have to do is go to patreon.com slash reductress, and you can donate a small amount of money or a big amount of money per month, and you can help us keep this podcast going. For just $5 a month, you'll receive special bonus content. And the more you donate, the more perks you get. Yeah, like for $25 a month, you get a special shout out at the end of the Reductress podcast. Yeah, and if for $50 a month, you get a Reductress tote. That's some good swap. That's top call. So if you want to support this podcast, we would be so, 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 so grateful. So just go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Reductress. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so we're super excited to have on our next guest. She's a fashion futurist. And she's my inspiration. Hi, Vintel Mongli. Hey, how are you? So good. Honestly, we're like pretty good. Um, I'm sorry, it's Vintel Ongli. Oh. The M is silent. Vintel Ongli. Where is that from? 
um, North Dakota. Oh, that's like, okay. That's cool. I've never been there because I don't have a passport. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Well, I'm apologize for bragging about being there. No, it's okay. Honestly, I'll leave. It's fine. No, no, it's no, fine. No, 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 it's, no you, you should stay. No, really, stay. You should stay because first of all, I'm not offended, and second of all, like you're the guest here on our podcast. I'll stay. Wow. Great. Oh my gosh. So, okay. The first thing I want to ask you is like, what is the yeah, fashion like, futurist? Like, what is, that? what is that? You're my hero, but also like, what are you? Thank what you. Are you? Okay. So, you know how, um, you know, you might have, um, Carl, what's his name or Nina Garcia from mm-hmm. Elle magazine or the rest. And they might be telling you like what's hot this season or next season. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. So I basically do that, but for like 20 years down the road. So you like can see the future? Um, only through fashion. Oh. Yeah, so oh. I can't tell you anything else. Oh my God. Oh I my have God. so many yeah. questions. Like, well, well I'm not going to tell you how many kids you're going to have. Oh. I only know about fashion. Thank you. Okay. Wow. God. I'm sorry. We're Rude. Just, we're just so excited to have you here. Thank you. So, like, what is fashion going to look like in, like, 20 years or whatever? Honestly, a lot of bonnets. So, you want to load up now. Oh, I actually have a lot of bonnets because I like mm-hmm. to dress up like a baby. I love that. The smaller, the better, actually. I so, agree. smaller the bonnet? That's smart. That's actually really smart. Yeah. So, people are going to be wearing bonnets and what are they going to be pairing them with? Honestly, big diapers. <laughs> Okay, perfect. So that means that I literally have everything in that outfit ready to go. Are you sure? Are you sure you're seeing adults in your vision or, or yes, this is like 20 and ups, 20 and below where grown up clothes. Can I, not. can I ask a really specific question about that one? Yeah, totally. Okay. Is it big diapers because they're made to fit grown ups or are they like baggy even on the grown up? Like, are they, do we need to get really big diapers? I'm actually so glad that you. <laughs> I'm actually so glad that you asked this. Yeah, you're because welcome. Because they are super baggy, but that's why everyone wears suspenders. <laughs> oh my god! And no shirt. Exactly. That wow. is so cute. Yeah. That is like a smart ass baby look. I know, I know. What's the shoe set? Yeah. What's the shell? What's okay, the so- shell? You know how, like, the Flintstones, they are, like, in cars and they drive the cars with their feet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's, like, the opposite of that. Like, you have cars on your feet. Oh. One car for each foot. One car for each foot. Reverse Flintstones, yes. Oh, the reverse Flintstones. This is crazy. I can't. It's just, like, when I look at fashion 20 years ago, it's, like, it's really different. But it's not so different that, like, a complete... It's a complete turnaround. Right. Yeah. Like they say that like fashion repeats itself, but it sounds like in 20 years, like we're, we're going to be completely reinventing fashion. You know, that's actually a common misconception because I believe, mm, how do we, how do we know that people 30 years ago weren't wearing big diapers and tiny <laughs> I bonnets? Guess they I guess like, wear, like pictures. Yeah. Like, honestly, like how would you even know what people back then wore? It's like, Books and pictures online. Some people were still even alive then, to Um, be honest. You could ask people, like, what were we wearing? You could hold up a big diapy to them and say, look familiar. Oh, yeah. I guess you guys are right. Yeah. That checks out. 
Well, either way, that look sounds like really cute. I I can't wait to be 20 years. I gotta be honest. I'm so itsy bitsy. I'm worried that in 20 years, I'm gonna not, I'm not, I'm gonna not be able to straddle the crotch of of a diaper without just being in the full split through one one leg. Yeah, and like it's gonna look more like a diaper toga, and that's what worries me. No, honestly, like that's cute though. Like that's cute though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's cute though. Do you think that's like a shell like way to interpret that look? It's like kind of alt. So like maybe if you're like 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 a mysterious girl like with a slight edge. I'm not, but okay. That's that kind of girl would typically put both legs through wow. one diaper leg hole. But then when she still wears two cars on her feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That part's just Wait, non-negotiable. Are the diapers, aren't the diapers like, okay, like, are they like white, like Great regular question. diapers yeah, yeah. Or are they designed? <laughs> and do you pee in them? I, mean, I guess like, that's like a huge question you for me. You can, but you don't have to. <gasps> oh, optional. So they're kind of what you what your brain automatically pictures when you hear the word diaper, sort of like a cartoon diaper, the white triangle with like little pieces of tape. Yeah. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, oh not troll. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah not yeah, like yeah. the store bought stuff <laughs> with the like no, no, no. velcro or whatever. No, that stuff. Okay, don't tell anyone, but like cookie supermarket diapers go extinct five years from now. <gasps> Wow. Mm-hmm. So we need to like stock up on those if they are part of our fashion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not saying that it is, but like if it were, like I would have to stock up because if I were to wear one of those under all of my outfits, then I would have to stock up mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. It's actually interesting. Um, the printer that, you know, all the, all the diapers go through and it stamps like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it stamps like Winnie the Pooh or like Little Mermaid or whatever. Um, the diaper printer, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it explodes five years from now. <laughs> I, I guess I just like never knew that there was just one, but like that makes sense. Yeah. It's really big though. Yeah, it's huge. Wow, that is Are so you kidding me? It's like the size of like overheated. A yeah. yeah. Wow. But, it's God, cool that the future can... makes so much sense. Yeah. Like to me, I'm like the future is just like completely matching up with everything that I ever saw for myself. Really? really? You smart. saw that? Yeah, maybe. I'm a futurist. Ooh, a dish. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, like, maybe I'm a futurist because I like to poop in a diaper. You know what? I think that's a really good point. Okay. Well, let's see if you are a futurist. Okay. Make a prediction. Um, tomorrow, I'm, I'm going to wake up late. Oh my God. Is that true? I don't know. I haven't been there yet. Oh my God. <laughs> You're a futurist. I don't know. I think I maybe just got excited and wanted to be like you, Montal. Wait, I got a question. It's actually Vintel Ongly. Vintel Ongly. Vintel, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is being a fashion futurist like a full-time job? Like, are you paid for doing it or is it like a service you provide? Well, okay, here's the thing. Full-time jobs are only 40 hours a week, whereas this job is actually 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 52 weeks a year, 10 years a decade, 10 decades a century, 10 centuries a millennium, and the rest. So, honestly, I'm offended that you would ask if it's a full-time job because it's more than that. Don't, okay, don't get offended about this question okay. because I don't mean to pry, but like, mm-hmm. 
Are you immortal? Um, yes, but I do die when I'm 82. <gasps> Amazing. So That's so I know. Sad. I know. Thank you. Thank do you, you do you currently feel that fashion is ebbing or flowing? Um, I think it's like crashing like a wave, but mm, yeah, I guess more ebb. I'd I'd have to say ebb if I'm being honest. It's receding. Yeah. It's moving away from us. It's an ebb. Oh. Sometimes and I don't mean to say that I'm a fashion futurist, but sometimes I do look at an outfit on the street and I'm like that's an ebb. Yeah. And other times uh-huh. I look in the mirror and I think, mommy got a flow. Uh-huh. And that's uh-huh. just kind of part uh-huh. of, I think, being a woman. Uh-huh. And sometimes I look at my outfits and I'm like, I just got knocked over by a huge wave and I am totally injured. Totally. That's Been when there. I went to the beach. So, I mean, how do you like become a fashion futurist? Well, okay, and I'm not saying like, like I still had to work hard and stuff. So like, honestly, it's like not even that. But my dad was a fashion futurist. So, wow. what type of trends did he predict? Um, jeans. That was yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! He predicted in 1995 that in the year 2005, people would be wearing jeans. Yeah. Well, Weren't people wearing jeans in 1995? I mean, yeah. God. He futurized that they were still wearing jeans. Yeah, totally. And then did he start making jeans to be a part of that trend? Mm -mm -mm -mm. He's more of a consultant. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Um, he, like, taught you what you know? Totally. Um, I actually apprenticed with him. So, yeah, I think I know a thing or two. Wow, that's so beautiful. What a great relationship with your dad. Um, I have a question. Oh. <laughs> what do you think our children will be wearing that make us say, fuck, I wish I could pull that off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know how Thomas the Tank Engine has the front of a train? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For his face? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's what our kids are going to be wearing? <laughs> yeah. Their faces are going to be the fronts of trains. Yeah. So his but face, like with smiles and eyes. His face is like a moon face sticking out of the front of a train. Mm-hmm. Is that, are, is that going to be their faces? Yeah. So they're, are they going to like wear a train and then. <laughs> Fuck. I already wish I could pull Fuck, that off. I, yeah. I'm I really already mad. I wish off. I could pull that off. Yeah. It's sad. You guys couldn't. It's sad. Yeah. yeah. So I just I'm just curious, how much of the, of a child's body is taken up by the moon train face? Down to the inks. Oh, the inks. Oh, full, a full ink look. <laughs> so it's just the whole front of the body is just one big happy moon face above inks. Yes, above inks, and then little feetsy poke out, and then the back is just like the back of a body. <laughs> and then I assume they're wearing the um the reverse Flintstone shoes. Yes. Oh, so cute. That's I know. Sweet. I know. Ugh, I I pull that off. Um, say I own a Birkin bag that Victoria Beckham used in 2008 that I found in her garbage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In what year will I feel that that bag is fresh again so I can take it out of storage? Honestly, like yesterday, bitch, wear it. You now. think I should wear my Birkin bag now? Honestly, yes. Does it still have the garbage in it? Yeah, of course I didn't take the garbage out of it. I say wear it. It's full of shrimp. 
Yum. Yeah, right? One. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can somebody say uh, shrimp? <laughs> Check, please. <laughs> um, Shrimp much? Are you really asking for a check? Yeah. We'll see what we can do. Thank you. Um, so, like, what are some other trends that we can look out for? Like, what happens after the whole diaper trend? Mm. You know, um, the blind melon video where the girl wears a bumblebee costume? Yeah. yeah. I love that video. Oh, oh yeah. Me too. Like, All I can say is that my life's been pretty great. Honestly, Tika, you're so good at singing. You're really good at singing. So much. Whoa. 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 Okay, wait. This is like really weird. It's like messed up. Um, she's gone. Literally, Vento Mongli just like disappeared into thin air. She just completely disappeared. Like, I didn't read that book into thin air, but I assume it's about a woman just like like, up and going. Up and going. I guess she went to the future. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Look! Look what's left on her chair. <gasps> a little diaper. Aww. A little present so for cute. us. Wow! Thanks, Vento. Thanks, Vento. And for our last segment, it's called Spill, Spill it. it. So this week, I'm gonna be literally crying. It's gonna be so sweet, and you should come. Oh my gosh, I'm going to be gazing out onto the Hudson thinking about times gone by from like five to seven on Sunday. Do not bring food because I'm already full. Oh, good to know. And I guess like Vento is just going to be in the future. Yeah, she's but in the future. you know what I'm going to do to remember her? What? I'm going to go to the Annoyance Theater in Brooklyn the first Friday of every month and I'm going to go see Cartoon Monsoon because I think she would really like it. Yeah, you know what? I think she would. Miss you, Vento. Event. Tune in next week where you rescue a whale and totally regret it. This was Mouth Time with Productress, written by Beth Newell, Sarah Papalardo, Nicole Silverberg, and Rachel Winitsky. Special thanks to our producer, Maria Spertolozzi, and our guest, Mary Goulahan. Check out Reductress.com for more and follow us on Facebook and Twitter.